Brought to you by the WZIP sports team, this is Sports Power Talk Overtime. Featuring in-depth interviews. I didn't really plan to ask this, but since you brought it up, what's it like kind of having like your own meme? Like how does that make you feel? <laughs> Exclusive original content. He crosses paths with another best in the world. Oh, that gets you excited, don't it? Oh, that gets me excited. And of course, the hottest takes. My dad used to have this saying, if you don't like the series, you don't like football. Over well, I say I'm a pretty big football fan, and I despise the <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> so get ready, because it's time for SPT Overtime. Sports Power Talk is in overtime, and we are here to talk about the sport that has a role in every other sport, whether it's rivalries, feuds, great athletes, or a mix of them all. Professional wrestling has a place everywhere. My name is Logan Buchanan, and this is my first time hosting. Don't switch your screen. Don't do anything, because I also have with me in the studio today, Mr. Jake Murren. What's going on, everyone? Yeah, this is really exciting. Of course, we're here to talk about wrestling, a sport that we both enjoy, and a podcast that you get to host. I'm really excited for it. I know. I'm really excited. You know, I've been on the other side, so now I get to experience what you get to experience. Uh, But first, before we get into anything, Dynamite, Rampage, or All Out, I do got to talk about Jake. You have personal experience with this build, don't you? Yeah, I absolutely do. I was at Dynamite in Columbus on August 3rd, and that was a great time. Honestly, the card wasn't all that great. I think the headliner was the Gun Club versus the Acclaimed in that dumpster match. Mm -hmm. That was pretty fun to see live. And then in between that, because I went to Dynamite in Cleveland on August 24th, that was a whole lot more fun than Columbus just based on the card itself. But I actually met Tony Khan in between those two Dynamites. I'll flex it a little bit. I did meet Tony Khan himself at the Pro Football Hall of Fame and Shrine mm-hmm. Ceremony. I was covering it for WZIP, and I recognized that he was there for the Tony Baselli inductee because the first Jaguar, of course, Tony Khan's connections to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I was able to spark up a 45-second conversation at most with the one and only Tony Khan, so, and that was pretty amazing. So are we... Are we- are we getting Jake Murren as the Joker later on? Or hey, I mean, I I can't say anything. Oh, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm under confidentiality. Yeah, I'm under contract. I can't. Okay. I can't say All too right. much. Yeah. Well, well, before we get canceled by the con, let's move on to Dynamite, where we had a couple matches that you know went a little went a little ways. You know, a couple of them definitely higher than others. So let's start off with. Uh, Jake Hager and Brian Danielson. What did you think of the match? You know, Danielson obviously getting the win over Hager. Uh, what did you think of it? Yeah, I thought the match was solid. I th- I like those scramble positions. And, you know, Jake Hager's a mixed martial artist. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Brian Danielson's moveset is mixed martial arts as well. Yeah. And I'm a huge UFC fan. Alex Henry and I do UFC podcasts up here with WZIP all the time. And seeing that, I really liked it. And when the commentary, I believe it was Taz saying, oh, ground and pound from Hager, even though he was hitting his shoulder. Yeah. I mean, that was that was terrible. But at the same time, it's ground and pound. And I, I enjoyed that way better than what Wardlow and Jake Hager did back in the yeah. day, that MMA match, which <laughs> is probably the worst match in AW history. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. But for me, no, I enjoyed those exchanges. And, of course, the, the finish I enjoyed as mm-hmm. well. I think Danielson obviously was the pick to Absolutely. win here but the the theatrics after the match i enjoyed oh, yeah. as well yeah the dante martin being in the middle 
or not sorry, Dante Martin, um, Daniel Garcia being in the middle of Jericho and Danielson has really upped this feud for me. Like when they first announced Danielson and Jericho, I was like, ah, you know, we've seen this kind of thing before, but you know, we're, they're they're really building Garcia for maybe a turn, maybe maybe a maybe a face turn down the line. Yeah, I absolutely think so. And how they set it up was so cool too, and I think it builds a lot of momentum for this pay per view match because I was right there with you too. I wasn't too excited for a Danielson and Jericho match. And even though these guys haven't really fought each other much in WWE Mm -hmm. or previous promotions, I am kind of getting excited for this match a little bit. It was one of those matches that flew under the radar for me, but with Daniel Garcia's um, involvement in this whole feud, Mm -hmm. I think it brings a lot of intrigue to it. Absolutely. Uh, Moving on, a bit of a sleeper match, in my opinion, was the four-way with Roosh, Ray Phoenix, Dante Martin, and the eventual winner, Wheeler Yuta. What did you think about it, the high-flying nature of it? So I hope this doesn't take credibility out of my name, but to break the fourth wall, because that's what we like to do in wrestling a lot. Oh, of course. I I asked you who... I mean, I knew Wheeler won, but I mm-hmm. asked you who he pinned, mm-hmm. because I did not know because I fell asleep during this match. Oh, man. Really? The most unentertaining wrestler in AEW right now is Rush. I changed I, okay. my mind. You know, I, I thought you were going to say Wheeler Yuta, and I would have I oh, would have no, flamed no. you for that. Absolutely. No. I Anything Black Bull Combat Club, I eat it up. Absolutely. But no, Rush, just everything about Rush, and even Andrade a little bit too, I'm just not intrigued by. Mm-hmm. And to see this random four-way put together, and then to see... I mean, we'll talk about it later with mm-hmm. the all-out predictions, but that ladder match and just seeing the entrance in it, I was kind of disappointed at first. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Andrade and uh, Roosh together, it has a very good concept that I don't think they're delivering on. I think if maybe they need someone else to come in, maybe they just need, like, a spark, something. They, they're they just boring right now. You're right. I think uh, Roosh is definitely really boring at the moment. But Wheeler Yuta getting a little bit of uh, momentum going in. Uh, you love to see some momentum. Yeah, Wheeler Yuta, exactly. We both love the, back, the Black mm-hmm. Bull Combat Club. So seeing Wheeler Yuta win, I think it made sense, especially with the four contestants here. Mm-hmm. I don't love that he pinned Dante Martin because I think down the road, Dante Martin could materialize into something special for Absolutely. the company. But yeah, I mean, to me, it wasn't anything that I'm going to remember in a week or so, especially with All Out right around the corner. Mm-hmm. But for a Dynamite match, sure, it was okay. Yeah, I think this definitely would have been a little bit better on Rampage, in my personal opinion. Uh, Moving on to a better match, in my personal opinion, the Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Jamie Hayter. What did you think of it? I love it. For those that are listening, because the only way to... I mean, the only way you can consume this podcast is by listening. You know, uh, Logan Buchanan just hit us up with uh, some DMD fingers. (laughs) I did, I did. So you love to see that. (laughs) I couldn't do it in in Cleveland. I did it in Columbus, but when I was in Cleveland... You couldn't. No. I couldn't do it. She came out with that black and and, uh, yellow. Could not do it in Cleveland. But no, I I enjoyed this match as well. I think all four of these women are stars, and Mm. I think they chose the best four, four women to compete in the interim uh, title match at doubt. All Out. So I love that. And I think Hikaru Shida especially has been thrown under the rug since her AW title run that I didn't have a problem with. Of course, it was during COVID, yeah. and you can only do so much. But 
I didn't have a problem with her title run. I enjoyed her title run, and I think she should be featured more prominently in AEW. I know she's off doing different things and yeah. stuff, and I respect that as well. But I had no problem with her pinning Britt Baker here. And if anything, that might, you know, there's that stigma of, you know, the wrestler that gets pinned on the go-home show mm-hmm. ends up winning the title. Uh, we'll talk about that later, but definitely something to keep an eye out. Yeah, and I, I, I remember... Uh, back in one of our last prediction shows, you were talking about how the women in AEW, we have so much talent, they just aren't being utilized. And I think with this four-way, we're seeing the best of the best competing for the title, which th- we should see every single time. We should be seeing the best of the best. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. And I'll add one thing, because I thought of it when I saw Britt Baker's entrance um, just on this past Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Something that came to my mind was th- we need to feature these women a little bit more. And whoever wins the interim belt at AEW All Out, I want that wrestler to open next week's Dynamite. Absolutely. And actually give an in-ring promo. Like, mm-hmm. when Thunder Rosa won the AEW Women's Championship, I think her first promo was on the ramp with Tony Schiavone. Yeah. And well, then Nyla Rose comes out. Like, Thunder Rosa, in when Thunder Rosa had to vacate the belt, she was in the back with yeah, Tony Schiavone. It, like, why are, why are these things not going on in the ring? Mm-hmm. Like, CM Punk had his whole speech in the ring when he mm-hmm. had to vacate his title these big moments in the women's division need to be in the ring need to be in the spotlight so whoever's winning this interim belt i think they should be first up first up on dynamite mm-hmm. not whoever wins moxley punk of course people are going to be excited for that and that's probably going to open up next week's dynamite but for me i would make it that women's that women's champion and move moxley and punk a little bit later in the card because you know viewers are going to wait for them absolutely the talent's there it's the booking that isn't and so once once the booking gets behind the talent and those two are equal levels then people can't people can't talk like how they have been talking about the division but moving on to in my opinion the best match that happened uh last night was Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks defeating United Empire. You know, I, I love my boy, Will Ospreay, but I think it was the clear choice with Omega and the Bucks. What do you think, Jake? Yeah, these trios titles were built for the Elite, and we'll get to that later, of course, with mm-hmm. All Out again. But now they are built for the Elite, and the United Empire, I mean, come on. They are insane. As somebody who doesn't really follow New Japan... Mm-hmm. Seeing Will Ospreay in the couple of matches that I've seen in AEW, seeing him live back in Cleveland um, against Pac and Death Triangle, mm-hmm. I mean, blew my mind. Like, I, of course, the stadium was completely shredded after the Punk Moxley match. Oh, yeah. I mean, just terrible, and we can talk about that later. But <laughs> uh, that match just elevated the entire crowd, got us ready for Rampage that night. And Will Ospreay is something special. I love Will Ospreay. I love United Empire. And I want to see Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay in a one-on-one match so badly right now. I believe they've had singles matches in the I past. Believe three. I believe three. Right. So I haven't seen any of them. Mm-hmm. I know I am I know I should go back and look at them, but I haven't, and I want to see it in AEW. But no, I think Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks were the exact right pick here. Absolutely. And going back on what you said, this is what I love about AEW is introducing fans to people and to matches and to feuds that they may have never seen before. That is the purely my favorite thing about AEW, them bringing in New Japan, Impact, Ring of Honor guys. Like Some people may hate them bringing in other people and not having homegrown talent, but for me, wrestling's wrestling, you know? So uh, going back, 
or not going back going forward to our rampage we have a couple matches that will be impactful towards all out first one up is the finals of the rampage trios title tournament where we have the dark order consisting of john silver and alex reynolds and newest member he hasn't been in the tournament yet but hangman adam page has been implemented into it they will be taking on the best friends and orange cassidy who you got all of a sudden things make sense and that's what i trust aw to do and i was at the cleveland show like i said and i was there with my girlfriend and his and her dad and we went home and we were upset mm. very very upset about that punk and moxley match and the only thing i could keep on saying to kind of bring some calmness to the car ride was hey i trust AEW. Mm -hmm. i trust tony khan they're going to make it right and then we saw what happened last night at dynamite absolutely they i think they could have done it in a much better way but it has been corrected mm -hmm. and for me that night of course i saw rampage that night as well to me i was more upset about Dark Order beating House of Black Absolutely. than I was about how the Punk and Moxley match went down. Mm -hmm. Because to me, I think House of Black is another trio that these trios belts were made for. Mm -hmm. The Elite and House of Black were the two were the two trios that I thought, yeah, these titles, those are those guys. Absolutely. Those are the guys that could hold them. So for me, for House of Black to be eliminated so early and with a a, tr a trio, I guess, in um, Sting, Darby, and Miro. Yeah. Just very odd to me, and I did not enjoy it at all. But now, of course, it makes sense because they throw Hangman Adam Page in there, and, of course, Dark Order is going to beat the best friends on Rampage. And Hangman Adam Page, we're going to get him against Kenny Omega and the Elite once more, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I am going to be excited for that. But to me, House of Black going to the final against the elite would have been much much more entertaining yeah i agree with you i mean i'm wearing my house of black shirt right now so you know i love my boys but with hangman falling into place the stars are aligning you know we'll get into the all-out predictions but i also think that john silver alex reynolds and hangman are going to win this match so that way we can get hangman versus the bucks and kenny you know, we're continuing this feud, this I think almost two year long feud now, isn't it? Yeah, and honestly, I think now it's more so a, a respect type of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, when the trios tournament started, the Young Bucks were trying to recruit Hangman yeah. to be their their third partner. So no, I think it'll be like they'll probably shake hands before the match yeah. and then the crowd will get really excited and then they'll have a great match and whoever wins, I'm sure they'll handshake afterwards too. And it'll be a great match. One can only hope for sportsmanship. Now there will be. <laughs> uh, going forward to, you know, I'm going to say it right now. Put me on the record. This man is the future world heavyweight champion in AEW. Ricky Starks. Wow. Pretty Ricky. He's got to. He, he has the, the vocal, the mic talent, the in-ring talent. He, has, he oozes starship. So when he faces QT Marshall, absolutely he's going to destroy him. He's going to decimate him and then go on to his match with Powerhouse Hobbs with so much momentum. But, Jake, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I I have written here in my notes that I don't understand the hate on Ricky Starks. Because I was I, – I don't remember what show it was. Mm -hmm. I think it was in Cleveland when we heard from him, and he gave that heartfelt promo of how he, Absolutely. he trusted Hobbs and he checked in on him when his neck was hurt and to attack his neck, how that betrayal turned mm -hmm. out. And I – 
I love that promo. Oh, I ate it up. But a lot of people were like, when is Ricky Starks going to give a promo without breaking down and things like that? I'm like, that's just his style of promo. Absolutely. And does it get me excited for the match? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Like, I love these promos that Ricky Starks puts on. And not only does he have the talent behind the mic, he has the talent in the ring. Um, I'm not going as far to say that he'll be the a future AEW world champion, but I think he beats QT Marshall here. And we'll talk about the all-out match as well, but mm-hmm. I think he goes on to at least be a TNT uh, champion very, very soon. We can, we can agree to disagree, but just when when you eat your words on Ricky Starks being the world champion, don't. I, don't I say could it see it you. happening, but right now I'm not confident in saying Ricky Starks AW champion in X amount of years. Okay. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but now it's time for what you guys have been waiting for, the all-out predictions. And up first, we have a match that we've already kind of talked about with that four-way, the Casino Ladder Match. Whoever wins this match will be facing the AEW World Champion later down the line. I don't think there's a set date for it yet. But those participants include Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta of the Blackpool Combat Club, Ray Fenix, Penta Obscuro, Roosh, Andrade El Idolo, Dante Martin, and the Joker. Jake, before I go it over to you, I want to know, who do you have winning, and who do you think the Joker will be? This is tough. This is really tough. And before I give you that, I'm going to just talk about the field mm-hmm. that we have for the Casino Ladder match, because personally, like I said, I was very disappointed with this. One thing that I can't stand about ladder matches and like you know Money in the Bank that mm-hmm. I used to watch and everything like that is when competitors are tag teams or are friends. Yeah. I can't stand it because it's a singles match, and you know they're going to band together. And sure, there's that intrigue of, okay, somebody going to turn on somebody, mm-hmm. and then that could play into something. But to me, I'm always turned off by that because I always say, okay, yeah, those two guys, they're not going to win. And it, looking at this match, you have two Blackpool Combat Club. Yep. You have two from, uh, I mean, the Lucha Bros. Yeah. Two from Death Triangle. Yep. They're the Lucha Bros. Rush and Andrade, they're doing their thing. Mm-hmm. And then Dante Martin's just chilling. Just hanging Unless there. the Joker is his brother. Yeah. You know, and then that, <laughs> it could be. That throws everything out the window here. But no, I was just really disappointed because if I look at this field, I'm like, yeah, nobody's going to win. Mm-hmm. So that leads me to the Joker. I think the Joker's going to win, but I want to hear what you have to say about who the Joker could be. Yep. So, you know, I, I, I agree with you in the fact that I don't like when tag teams are in a multi-man match when they're against each other. I think when we were going back to the four-way for the All-Atlantic Championship, it made sense having everyone be against one another. It, it adds intrigue and more unpredictability. Whereas this one, you kind of know Claudio isn't going to turn on Wheeler. You know Penta isn't going to turn on Ray Fenix. So let's get into the Joker. You know, there's a couple options. We just saw Morrissey debut on Dynamite. He could be the Joker. So one thing on Morrissey real quick. I don't think they did that on Dynamite for nothing. Mm -hmm. Morrissey is going to be at All Out and is going to be at All Out in a very, very big way. Actually, I'm changing my mind. I don't have him as the Joker, but go on. Oh, go on. Oh, this is news. Okay. I'm now intrigued even more, but, you know, going more on to who we may see, we haven't seen the Hardy Boys. You know, Jeff's been dealing with his own personal stuff, and Matt's kind of been in some matches here and there, but nothing huge. 
Uh, we could see someone from something else. We could see a New Japan guy come in. We could see an Impact guy. We already have, later on, the Motor City Machine Guns, so we know Impact will have a presence on this show. Maybe they have more of a presence. Yeah, absolutely. I really don't know who this Joker is going to be, though. Go ahead and go first. Give me a couple seconds to think about this. I will give you your seconds, but I think I may just blow your mind. I don't, I don't know if you've thought of this guy yet. But I, he has not left my mind since he left. The Joker and the winner of the casino ladder match, in my opinion, will be none other than Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF. So I, I think that's very likely going to be the case. But I really hope it's not because I hope his involvement in All Out is going to be in the main event. Okay. That's what I'm hoping. Okay. Um. And yeah, I'm you know I'm pulling straws out here, looking for a Joker mm-hmm. because I honestly have no idea who it could be because I don't want it to be MJF. Yeah, I think Morrissey has involvement in a different part of the show. Okay, so who does that leave me with? I mean, not many options. I'm gonna go with the ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm gonna go with Hiroshi Tanahashi as the Joker, and I have him winning the Casino Ladder Match. Never in my days would I think you would choose a New Japan guy and a New Japan guy like Hiroshi Tanahashi. Jake, the ace. You you have just made my you've made my year with that prediction. And if Punk wins, you know they were supposed to have that match. For they Vendor. were, they were. Or we could get the, the second match between him and Moxley. That there's a lot of options with that pick. I I don't hate it at all. Yeah, I think it makes sense to bring in somebody else Mm -hmm. because i don't want it to be mjf because i think he can do some extra stuff at this on this card and why not why not yeah why not i i respect it i respect it uh moving on we're going back to pretty ricky ricky starks versus powerhouse hobbs probably i would say the second most personal feud going in to all out and you know it's not for a title it's just for who's the better man you know both members of team taz and the betrayal a month ago, never, never in a year, maybe two years, I would have thought they would have broken up. But this early completely shocked me. What about you? Yeah, I completely agree agree with you. And again, we both love Starks. You a little bit more than I do. Um, but I think he wins this feud against Hobbs. Maybe this feud continues after the pay-per-view. We'll have to see what happens there. But I see big things in the future for Starks. Maybe even that TNT title run once Wardlow's done. Yeah, I hope it doesn't. I'm I'm not a fan of Powerhouse Hobbs personally. I liked him being Ricky Stark's lackey in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, by himself, he doesn't do it for mm-hmm. me. Not at all. I don't think he connects with the audience very well. I don't think he has the mic skills. Yeah. And what's his new like his new phrase? Break backs. Like I didn't even know he had a new phrase. Yeah, just not not entertaining at all. Yeah, I I completely agree, and I stick with it. Ricky Stark's future AEW World Champion. Going on to it. Current champion and current champions, Wardlow and FTR will face Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin from Impact Wrestling. How do you feel, Jake, with these Impact guys coming in? So the Motor City Machine Guns, I'm not too familiar with them, Mm -hmm. if I'm being honest. But this match itself, you know, I've liked this trio of Wardlow and FTR. But I think two things about this match are weird to me. You know, one, Wardlow isn't defending his TNT belt at All Out. Yeah. I think that should have been a focus of All Out because Mm -hmm. he is a title holder. So he should defend his belt at a pay-per-view. But 
nonetheless that's not happening and then two you know, Jay Lethal isn't teaming with Sanjay Dutt and Satnam Singh. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that was the match. And if that was the match, I think it could go on like a buy-in mm-hmm. type thing. Instead, you get the Motor City Machine Guns. Like I said, I'm not too familiar with them. But my prediction, I think that since Dutt and Singh aren't in the match, they'll interfere for the win for Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. Wow. Okay. Because I know how much you love FTR, so I'm a little surprised you're going against them. Yeah, not only FTR, but I love Wardlow. Yeah. I mean, the Cleveland guy, I was screaming Wardlow over and over again in Cleveland. Come on now. But no, Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns, if there's one guy I could kick off the AEW roster, kick him all the way to Canada, it would be Sanjay Dutt. Oh, yeah. I cannot stand this man. His voice makes me want to mute my television. <laughs> I hate it so much, but I think they're going to win on Sunday. I mean, I respect it. So the Motor City Machine Guns, I know a lot about because those two are like the young bucks for Impact Wrestling. They're the they're the tag team that when you look at Impact Wrestling, you're like the Motor City Machine Guns. So I respect you picking them, although I can't go against FTR. Was it Seven Star FTR? I can't go against them. And then Wardlow... I really, I like you said, I wish Wardlow would be defending his title because we both said that he should be bringing more prestige to it. So hopefully the next pay-per-view we get a big Wardlow match by himself. But I am going Wardlow and FTR for the win. You know what I love about FTR's slogan? Is they can just increase that number over and over again. Oh, 100%. What, didn't they use six-star FTR like That's a while ago? That's what I ago? thought it was. Now seven-star, I think eight. <laughs> I mean, it rhymes still. Go 10-star. Go 10-star so. yeah, FTR. Why not? <laughs> Moving on, we got Chris Jericho, the Lionheart, versus the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, with Daniel Garcia stuck in the middle. Who you got winning and why? Yeah, I mean, on Wednesday, I think it came pretty clear that Daniel Garcia is not stuck in the middle Mm -hmm. anymore. He's more so, you know, what, 75% Danielson? I'll give it. 25% Jericho at this point. So I think what happens here, and maybe a fantasy booking in a way, but I think Jericho cheats successfully with the with the referee down. So the referee gets knocked down. Jericho cheats in some way, whether that be a low blow, using equipment, whatever it is. Then Daniel Garcia fully betrays Jericho by hitting him with the same chair he took from Jericho on a dynamite. Referee gets back up. Danielson pins Jericho for the 1-2-3 win. That is a beautifully booked finish. I love it. Uh, before I give my prediction, I want to I want to know from you what are, where do you think Daniel Garcia goes from this feud? Yeah, that's it's really tough to say mm-hmm. because I think he's going to align with Brian Danielson. I think mm-hmm. everybody is probably going to think th- th- to think that. Yeah, unless this was a whole ploy by Jericho and Daniel Garcia is still part of the JAS. Which mm-hmm. honestly, with Jericho, I could see that happening I could too. See it. But to me, I don't think Daniel Garcia. I mean, I guess you'd be a good fit in the Blackpool Combat Club. I don't know. It, it's tough to say. Yeah, and the weirdest thing is I was thinking that same thing, and then Excalibur started going over Rampage and next week's Dynamite, and next week he's facing Wheeler Yuta for the title. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. So is he a part of Blackpool? Is he not? Like, that's going to be an well, interesting Well, maybe that's match. his Intra- induction. Yeah, because they do fight each other to get in. That's yeah. a great point. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. That. It's his induction. He's going to side with Danielson, not in the Blackpool Combat Club yet. Mm-hmm. He's going to bleed with Wheeler Yuta, maybe even win it. Who knows? That would I mean, be, I could, I could cool. see it happening. The and wrestler, then joins the Blackpool Combat the Club. The wrestler. The wrestler. Daniel Garcia. 
Uh, you just swayed me. I was kind of stuck on who I thought Daniel Garcia would align with, and I think whoever he does align with, they will win. And I think they, I think that's right. He is going to be a part of Blackpool Combat Club. So Brian Danielson picking up the win, the American Dragon defeating the Lionheart. Going on to a match that I wasn't expecting to be on this show. I thought it was going to be a random Rampage match or a Dynamite match, but the House of Black will be taking on Miro. Sting and Darby Allen. A lot of history with these six men. Who you got? I hate this match. I hate it so much. I'm not intrigued by it at all. Like, like I said with the trios tournament, House of Black should be in the finals. Mm-hmm. They should be fighting the elite on Sunday. Instead, and nothing against Miro, Sting, and Allen. Like, Sting and Allen, I love them together, but Miro thrown in there. It just doesn't make sense to me. And that promo they had on Dynamite, I admit it was a great promo with Sting and uh, Darby Allen coming in on the sides, mm-hmm. talking to the Redeemer. And overall, I like Miro's gimmick too. And I like Miro's pursuit of attacking the House of Black. Just to me, when you got Trio's titles on the line yeah. at AW All Out, one of those teams fighting for those belts should be House of Black. Yeah, I agree. And it just this match... Knowing that there's a trios tournament final, probably three or so matches after this one, mm-hmm. not interested in this one at all. I, I I get that. I think I agree with you that Miro doesn't make sense in this match. You know, I get that he's feuding with Malachi, but I don't even know who I would put in his position to make the match better. I do think Miro is the black sheep, though, amongst all these other black sheep, as you may. Um, I do agree, though, the House of Black should have been in the finals, but, you know, we got to roll with it. Tony Khan has a plan. You know, I trust AEW, so who knows? Maybe House of Black is the first contenders for the trio's titles. Uh, Who do you have winning? I don't think you actually gave a prediction. Yeah, I hope they are the first contenders for the trio's titles, but then again, if they are the first contenders, you know, they're not going to win. But no, I have House of Black winning here. I also have House of Black because... The house always wins. Yeah, I think they pin Allen to protect Miro and Darby. Or I think they, they pin Allen to protect Miro and Sting. Okay, my I, was bad, about, yeah. I, was, I was a little confused by uh, that wordage, but it's all good. It's all good. Going on next is the, in my personal opinion, the most personal match on this card. Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy. In parentheses, I have Jack Perry because he said this isn't, Jungle Boy fight you're going to be fighting. It is Jack Perry. How do you feel? Yeah, what a promo. I mean, Jungle Boy, I think he could use some work on the mic, but Mm -hmm. saying, you know, I'm not Jungle Boy. I am Jack Perry here fighting you on Sunday. I think that's that's great, and I think it gives a little bit more to this this match Mm -hmm. as if it needed it because I'm really excited to see what um, Cage and Jungle Boy are going to do here. But, no, I think Jack Perry is going to dominate Christian Cage target that arm, that injured arm of Christian Cage, and make it a shorter match, 10, maybe 15 minutes tops, and have Jungle Boy the clear winner of this match. Yeah, I've been saying for months that I think Jungle Boy just needs, he just needs that one push, that one thing to bring him forward. And him, that promo of him saying, I am Jack Perry, if he just ditches Jungle Boy and becomes this just fighter fighting for his family, for his legacy, for his his fallen father, I think he could be a star. He could definitely wow. be a contender. Do you think he's going to come out on Sunday to the, oh, oh, oh. I don't know. I no. mean, you know, maybe. Sorry for that, guys. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't sound very good, but. Uh, 
I, I don't know. I think he does need a little rebranding because the boy with his dinosaur, you know, it was good. I, I won't say it wasn't good, but he could be so much more. Man, I love Jurassic Express, though. Man, that's hard. I honestly wouldn't want to see that. I could see, like, keep the Jungle Boy, maybe Jack Jungle Boy Perry I instead of it. Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And keep, maybe, like, use different colors instead of the, you know, the green mm-hmm. and the and the bright brown and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Maybe just change the colors, maybe make it black or red, you know, that mm-hmm. that pushes him as the fighter, not the Jungle Boy anymore. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I don't hate it, but I still want him to cling on to jungle boy and jurassic express in some way that, yeah, i can i can respect that 100 uh, so we both agree on that one going on we have the final of the trios tournament i believe we both had the dark order winning is that correct yeah it is okay so we will have in both of our opinions the elite kenny omega and the young bucks versus the dark order and hangman adam page who you got yeah, I think they handshake before the match. They handshake after the match. And like I said, these belts were made for the Elite. The Elite are walking out of all outs as the first ever AW Trios champions. Now, I do think you are correct that these belts were made for the Elite. But I think that's why they will lose. I think the Dark Order and Adam Page, because Adam Page is in the match... Solely because he was implemented into it, I think the stars have aligned and they are giving it to the Dark Order and Adam Page. And that's just going to frustrate Kenny even more that Adam Page is better than him. He beat him for the world title. He beat him for the trios title. He's better. Man, that almost frustrates me. At first, when he said that, I was like, oh, I would be so annoyed Sunday night if the Dark Order won. But at the same time, I look past Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. I would do it for the other members of Dark Order. I, I, yeah. John Silver. Um, who's his? Alex Reynolds. Alex Reynolds. Thank you. Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Like, those guys are so undervalued, oh, underrated in AW. Absolutely. And I, I mean, I wouldn't hate seeing gold strapped around their waist. Mm-hmm. So in that aspect, I would enjoy it. And Hangman, yeah, I love him. And seeing gold around his waist again would be great. But for me, no, these belts need to go to the elite and you know like like the young bucks did for the aw tag team titles they got them and they resurrected that division Mm -hmm. not as if it needed resurrecting but they made it elite yeah no pun intended i I get it (laughs) for the trios for the first ever trios champions you need to establish that hard i think the best way to do that is to give it to the elite respect respect agree to disagree and now, because we both said those picks, the best friends are going to be the ones to go on and win it. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> now that I would be actually annoyed by. Can you imagine Orange Cassidy throwing a trio title over his shoulder and be like, yeah. The little thumbs up. Thumbs up. Let's go. No. Oh, man. Get out of here. <laughs> Next up, we got the TBS championship, Athena versus the current champion, Jade Cargill. The streak is still going strong. And who you got? Because I have some interesting things to say about this. The streak will not go any further past Sunday. Um, personally, it, it sucks because Chris Statlander, you mm-hmm. know, she's, of course, injured again. Yeah, unfortunately. And that was the person um, of that Athena-Chris Statlander duo. It was Chris Statlander that I wanted to take this Same belt. Here. And it was Chris Statlander that, you know, she's that homegrown mm-hmm. AW talent, right? So for me, unfortunately, you know, Athena in this match makes a whole lot of sense with Jade Cargill. 
and I think it's just time to take the belt off of Jade Cargill, it, whoever that might be. Yeah. It just so happens that on Sunday, it's going to be against Athena. So I think Athena is going to win this this uh, this belt. Yeah, we've been saying it for months and months that Jade Cargill, she's good, but she's stale at this current point. And I keep betting against her, and she keeps winning. So I think, I think I'm gonna say Jade Cargo will win because knowing the luck, she will now lose, and we actually get what we want. So I'm saying Jade Cargo will win. Her TBS title and the streak will continue. Just for some reverse psychology, because you actually want the opposite. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Makes sense. I don't even care if it's Athena. I would. I same here. I wanted Chris Statlander. Uh, but I do think this TBS title needs someone else. You know, she's already, we've already had every match we can have with Jade Cargill. Just get it off her. Move her up because she can do better with these higher tier women uh, like the ones we'll be going over in a few matches. Um, and Athena, she's not a bad pick for to rise this championship, how we think Wardlow will rise the TNT title. Right. She's an experienced veteran and I think it's a fine TBS champion mm-hmm. and I don't think she has to hold on to it for all that long, really, but to at least give us something new. Mm -hmm. And I honestly don't really have a problem with Jade Cargill and her brand and what she does in AEW. But for me, I mean, there comes a time where, hey, we need a new champion. Yeah. I think that time has come. Coming up next, we have the tag team title match. Swerve in our glory with Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee, the champions facing the acclaimed Anthony Bowens and Max Caster. You know, the boys, who you got? I really want to say that the Acclaimed are going to win because everybody loves the Acclaimed. Everybody. But it's going to be swerving our glory on Sunday. You know, they are recent winners Mm -hmm. of these tag team belts. Their run has only just started, it feels like. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's too early to take the belts off of them. And I'm actually kind of happy with AEW for putting a spotlight on that gun club and acclaimed feud Mm -hmm. because to me at first it felt pretty awkward yeah i mean really entertaining i loved it but Mm -hmm. for me i was like what direction are they going in in terms of the aw tag team division and for the winner of that feud to be put in the tag team title match i absolutely love it so i love the matchup i'm going to be entertained by this match Mm -hmm. but it's going to be swerve in our glory that are raising the belts at the end of the day yeah you said you want to say the acclaimed I am saying the acclaimed. Really? The acclaimed. No way. Everybody loves the acclaimed. And when they come in on Dynamite or Rampage, they can say, wherever we're from, the champions have arrived. Wow. I mean, that kind of blows my mind because I am kind of confident that won't happen. Mm-hmm. But I would love it. I would eat it up oh, if, it absolutely. Would, if it were to happen. I think, you know, the acclaimed have been saying that they're the uncrowned champions. And that's, I mean, that's true in my opinion. I think when it comes to the tag teams in AEW, if you're not going to give the titles to the Bucks, if you're not going to give them to FTR, give them to the Acclaimed. They deserve it. They are drawing the money. They're drawing the fans. Everybody loves the Acclaimed. Yeah. Moving on, we have the interim women's title match. Unfortunately, Thunder Rosa did come down with an injury, and we will not be seeing her for the foreseeable future. We don't know when she's going to be coming back. But we have an amazing match with Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. More finger signs. More finger signs. Uh, Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Shida in this four-way. Who you got and why? So, of course, I wish Thunder Rose the best Mm -hmm. in terms of her injury 
and recovery process. But for me, I think she might, besides Nyla Rose, because I guess she did hold the women's title for a little bit, Yeah, that her just, just Thunder Rose's championship run never clicked with me. Same here. And I think it's probably the worst women's title run we've seen. And that's so weird because there was so much support for mm-hmm. her to take the title off of Britt Baker, who I think has had the best run Absolutely. in AEW as women's champion. And Britt Baker just so happens to be in this interim women's title match. And Britt Baker is my pick to win the interim women's title. I think it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I think her being the two-time AEW champion, even though it's an interim belt, makes sense. And like we said, I mean, this is the best of the best of the AEW women's division. So I think it's going to be really entertaining. Plus, I always entertain three-way or four-way matches yeah. when it comes to a high high key belt, you know, yeah. whether that be an AW world title match or a women's title match. I love to see it. And I think any of these four women could end up winning. Oh, well, for I could sure. see any one of them winning, even Hikaru Shida, who I think is being overlooked right now in her career. Mm-hmm. But Britt Baker, I think she's the most established uh, women, women in AW. I think she's going to win on Sunday. Yeah, I respect that 100%. I'm going to do a little fantasy booking right now because I think what's going to happen is the main players are going to be Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter. They're going to be putting on the showcase, getting the fans actually involved because Jamie Hayter has been impressing me month after month after month. I thought nothing of her when she first joined with Britt, but now she's a star in my opinion. So Jamie Hayter is going to knock down Tony Storm, go for the pin, and the doctor is going to throw Jamie Hayter out of the ring, take that pin, take that belt, and we start the Britt Baker versus Jamie Hayter feud that we can all see coming. So I like it, but I want the opposite. Oh. So, I I mean, I was going to say this, but my fantasy booking for something I don't think is going to happen, because mm-hmm. I'm still going with Britt Baker mm-hmm. here, but my fantasy booking would be for you know Britt Baker to pretty much knock somebody out mm-hmm. or do her finisher or something to where she can easily pin a Tony Storm or a Hikaru Shida, probably mm-hmm. Hikaru Shida, yep. for being honest, um, especially since Shida pinned Baker on Dynamite. So I want her to be in that position, going for the pin, and Jamie Hayter goes in there, throws Britt Baker out of the ring. Hayter, one, two, three, wins the belt. I mm-hmm. think that's the best case scenario, but I don't like I yeah don't hate yours either. But I think Britt Baker walks out champ. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Hayter winning. I just think her chasing a heel Britt Baker champion would be better than Britt going after Hayter, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I I don't hate either one, mm-hmm. and it might be too soon for Jamie Hayter to actually be the champion. Mm-hmm. Maybe she could benefit from being the challenger in that long-term storybooking with Britt Baker. Yeah, I agree. Uh, our final match of the evening, one we didn't think was going to happen until last night at Dynamite, the AEW world title match, champion John Moxley versus Chicago's own CM Punk. This match is huge. It's the second match they had. And after that first one, what do you think is happening? We don't have to talk about that first one. That first one, I was there live. Oh, so annoying. I mean, they set it up so well. Promoted it as the best dynamite there has ever been, ever will be. Mm -hmm. And being in the crowd that night, the atmosphere was like, my goodness, CM Punk in one corner, John Moxley in the other. This is actually going down. And then four minutes later, we were all quiet and very annoyed and very upset so they're having the rematch and like i said i trusted them to make it right they're making it right even though i would have preferred that first match to end in 
you know, DQ, double count out, something. For Maybe sure. Punk turns heel in Cleveland mm-hmm. with his prior connections to Cleveland. But for me, I'm just going to do a little fantasy booking for you real quick. Oh, of course. For Sunday night. And I don't think you're ready for this. I don't think the listeners are ready for this. I don't think you're ready for this, Ooh, Logan. All right? I'm ready. I'm ready. And I want to shout out Be Free Palestine on Twitter for this idea. And I love this idea. I ran mm-hmm. with it so far to make this my prediction for our prediction show. So. I'll lead you off with telling you who I'm going to win, but mm-hmm. not yet how. Okay. CM Punk is going to win this match. Interesting. That's what I'm going to have win. I'd like it. I'd like to see John Moxley win, but for me, I think CM Punk is going to win. I think Punk turns heel, which is tough for me to say because it's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. How do you turn heel in your hometown? Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen very often, but I think it does. I think Punk turns heel, or at least does. You can still turn heel by doing a heel move by like cheating, mm-hmm. but being in Chicago, he'll likely get cheers anyways so punk turns heel and cheats to win this match the man who helps him cheat is w morrissey interesting so w morrissey like i said is going to have a role i wouldn't be surprised if w morrissey is the joker Mm -hmm. and wins that casino ladder match but this is what i would prefer w morrissey helps punk win the match because w morrissey was recently hired by stokely hathaway Mm -hmm. stokely hathaway has been hiring so many people in the AEW roster. And this is where the idea from that Twitter account that I mentioned comes into play here, is that MJF is the one who hired Stokely Hathaway. So MJF returns to help Punk win. I know, that's really weird. I'll get to it in a second. But pretty much, MJF hires Stokely Hathaway. Stokely Hathaway hires kind of half mm-hmm. of the AEW roster. Yep. MJF comes back returns with half the roster in his pocket until he gets what he wants demands it from tony khan i i love it i love it so that's what i really want to happen but this is how i kind of see it happening at all out and i think that's why w morrissey is a big deal here and i think you know you could put a trio's belts on cm punk mjf and w morrissey any day interesting i don't i don't have anything I, I really you've left me speechless. Yeah, I, I, it's it's a crazy idea. Honestly, I just want the Stokely Hathaway and MJF connection to happen. I know the CM Punk and MJF teaming up idea is yeah. pretty out there. And while I would love to see it actually, because I mean against each other they were amazing. Mm-hmm. One of the best feuds in AW history, of mm-hmm. course. But being together, I mean heel punk is amazing and of course there's an argument to be made where heel punk should be his own wrestler Mm -hmm. and with i guess with the AEW title because i have him winning maybe putting the trios titles on them wouldn't make sense but no mg mjf returning with stokely hathaway controlling half the roster demanding what he wants from tony khan and if you know one of those people he quote-unquote owns on the AEW roster Mm -hmm. Is CM Punk the AEW champion? Oh, crazy. give it to me. That would be absolutely crazy. You know, I have been wondering what Stokely's doing. So you putting a nice little ribbon on that kind of mystery. I'm not upset about it, but I think you're wrong. I think CM Punk is still winning. He is going to be two-time, same as John Moxley, two-time AEW world champion. And the man who I had as the Joker comes out, lays him out in Chicago. And I'm not sure, this is where the fantasy comes in. I don't know where Dynamite is next week. But if it's in Long Island, could you imagine? Could you imagine the hype? 
That would be insane. Because then you can turn Punk heel. And because the last one was heel MJF versus face CM Punk. If we flip that, make MJF a face. That kind of CM Punk tweener face where he's doing it for himself. And, you know, maybe the people. But he doesn't care who he steps on. If it's management, if it's the champions, he doesn't care. My prediction is CM Punk wins, and then we get that MJF face turn. You know, it, maybe it's not possible because he is such a great heel. But do you do you ever think we could get an MJF face turn? I think it could happen, but I don't want it to happen <laughs> because, you know, we're obviously at the point in wrestling where we understand baby faces and mm-hmm. heels, and we understand what makes a good baby face and what makes a good heel. Mm-hmm. And I can respect a good heel, even though I want to boo them. Yes. And MJF, I mean, he's the creme de la creme. He is the he heel. He is the dude. He is the heel of not only AEW, but of all professional oh, wrestling. I mean, he's amazing. And uh, turn on babyface, I I wouldn't like to see it personally. We kind of saw that in the beginning of his AEW career with Cody Rhodes, yeah. coincidentally. But hate to break it to you, uh, the Wednesday after Dynamite is in Buffalo. Close so, enough. Close enough. Close enough. It's, it's, it's almost there. It's still in Buffalo. I'm sure he's called Buffalo Mid sometime. Oh, he's his, called everywhere Mid. In his career. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's called Cleveland Mid, that's for sure. <laughs> but no, the I like it, and I think MJF needs to be involved mm-hmm. in the main event. And that's why I have what I have happening. Yeah. But to me, I don't want MJF to be the Joker for him to yeah. be involved later. Yeah. I think that surprise of MJF coming back needs to happen in the main event and if you bring him out as the joker sure there's going to be a huge pop Mm -hmm. but if you bring him out in the main event as well in addition to that i think sure there's going to be a pop sure there's going to be excitement we're going to know what's going to happen Mm -hmm. but i mean it to me just having that one pop have him come out in the main event not as a joker so people are a little, you know, oh, it wasn't MJF. Mm-hmm. I guess he's not going to come back tonight. I guess. And then that big. I pop. guess there are some actual things going on yeah. backstage with that. And then boom, music hits, comes out, and we both have him helping CM Punk win. I do not have him helping. I just have I have him attacking him after the match. CM Punk okay. will win, and then MJF oh, okay. will attack him after okay. the match. Okay, I understand. And the casino ladder match, the winner of that gets mm-hmm. the opportunity. So. It would make sense. Yes. Yeah, I I wouldn't hate that. I think that's if I were to predict mm-hmm. what were to happen, which I mean I I did. Yeah. <laughs> I said what I said, but it would be that yeah. because that makes the most sense. Punk wins clean, and I guess he's still a babyface. And then MJF comes out, knocks him out. Mm-hmm. End of the show with huge boos from the Chicago oh, from the Chicago crowd. Boos. Right. I think that makes the most sense. But to me. I want that punk Moxley, or mm-hmm. that punk Ta-na-ha. heel turn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want that punk heel turn more than anything. Oh, yeah, me too. And uh, like you said, Tanahashi, that makes sense. Yeah, right there, does. you could run that. But for me, punk turning heel needs to be objective number one for Tony Khan at All Out. I mean, sure, it could happen in weeks afterwards. Mm-hmm. But for me, that needs to be on the agenda, number one, highlighted in yellow. Yep. Do that before anything, and then make everything else fit in. Yeah. And to me... I also love that MJF and Soakley Hathaway mm-hmm. combination. And if you throw CM Punk in that too, I'm not going to complain. It is interesting. I do. I think to add to my fantasy booking, we could get face CM Punk versus heel MJF. Cause I can just, I, I can imagine MJF knocking Punk out 
to end the show in Chicago and then jumping the barricade, blowing him a kiss and taking his title home. I can see that. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I just got goosebumps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so we need to now see what we disagreed on, what we agreed on. Can you run through who you have winning throughout the show real quick? Yeah, of course, man. So let's what well, we can skip the rampage. picks. Yeah. 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 Um, just for all out, though. I have the Joker winning, whoever that might be. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Ricky Starks beating Powerhouse Hobbs pretty convincingly. We both think really highly of Ricky Starks. Wardlow and FTR, I love both of them, but I think Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns are going to win because Sanjay Dutt and Satnam Singh are going to interfere and give them that win. Then I have Brian Danielson beating the Lionheart Chris Jericho because I think Daniel Garcia is going to get involved. And ultimately lean towards Brian Danielson here. House of Black versus Miro Sting and Darby Allen. I'm really just disappointed in this match overall. I mentioned that, but I have House of Black winning. Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy, or should we say Jack Perry? Mm-hmm. I have Jack Jack Perry, Jungle Boy, whatever you want to say, winning that match. Then the Trios Tournament Final, I have Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks defeating the Dark Order. These belts were made for the elite tbs championship i have athena finally dethroning jade cargill here i think jade cargill has had a great run but i think it's time for it to come to an end tag team title match i want the acclaim to win but i think swerve in our glory is just getting started with their reign so i think they're going to continue that on sunday interim women's title match i have Britt baker here beating the field of tony storm jamie Hayter, and hikaru shida I'd love to see Jamie Hayter betray Britt Baker right there and then and win the win the match, but I think what you said makes a mm-hmm. lot more sense in terms of Britt Baker winning and then yeah. setting up that fe- that feud for the future. And then AW World Title match, anything could happen. I think the unpredictability of this match is what makes it so entertaining, but I think it's going to be a CM Punk at the end of the day, whichever way it happens. Absolutely. Let me run through mine real quick. We have the Joker winning once just like yours, but I actually have MJF named as the Joker for my prediction. Uh, Ricky Starks getting that uh, push over Powerhouse Hobbs. I think it's the only reasonable choice, especially since he's a future AEW World Champion. Wardlow and FTR, I think, should take the chip. They're All three of those men are champions. FTR, three, time, three champions at the moment with three different promotions. Uh, I think they just need it more than Jay Lethal. Uh, I have... Brian Danielson beating Chris Jericho for the same reasons that you have Daniel Garcia siding with Brian Danielson and maybe getting introduced into the Blackpool Combat Club. Next up, I have the House of Black beating Miro, Sting, and Darby Allen. I have to rep my boys no matter what show they're on. The house always wins. Jack Perry needs to beat Christian Cage. If he doesn't beat Christian Cage, then I don't know what Tony Khan is doing. I don't know what the bookers are doing. Jungle Boy... Jack Perry can get skyrocketed to the moon with this win. The trios final, in my opinion, should go to the Dark Order and Adam Page over the Elite. I think that would be a nice swerve and an interesting story with Adam Page still being better than Kenny Omega. For the TBS Championship, I have to say Jade Cargill because every time I bet against her, she wins. So maybe this time if I pick her, she'll lose finally. For the tag team match, I have the acclaimed. Everybody loves the acclaimed. The champions will arrive in Buffalo. And the interim women's title match, Britt Baker. I think she has to turn on Jamie Hayter to start up that feud. And one last time, 
for the night. I will do the fingers because the interim women's champion will be Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. And to end the show in Chicago, CM Punk will be standing tall until he gets brought down by MJF and we get that huge boo and this setup for Dynamite. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, not only did we disagree on some of the picks, mm-hmm. but I think the disagreements on the fantasy bookings mm. were what was really entertaining um, in this podcast. But, yeah, it's it's wide open, especially that main event. And to see that, I'm really excited for it. And we didn't even, even touch on the zero-hour pre-show yeah. of it as well. I mean, yeah, we, we have Pack and Kip Sabian, Hook and Angelo Parker, and... Tomohiro Ishii and Eddie Kingston. So yeah, those will be interesting. I I wasn't sure if they were gonna be important or not. I know the Pack and Kip Sabian thing is kind of like an interpromotional kind of feud. So I wasn't sure how much you actually knew about that feud going into it. But if you wanna if you wanna run through it, we absolutely can. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to go into each one. Yeah. But I think Kip Sabian finally coming out of the box. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to, how you want to say yeah. it, but. I think that'll be a fun a fun fight. Uh, I think Pac probably retains unless they want to really push Kip Sabian. And then Hook is going to kill Angelo Parker oh, yeah. probably in 30 <laughs> seconds. And then uh, Tomohiro Ishii. I don't know much about him, but mm-hmm. I know this is a rematch mm-hmm. with Eddie Kingston. And to give the New Japan guy just a little bit of love, I'll go with Ishii because why not? Well, that's very interesting because we just agreed on every single pick right there. You there love to see it. But... Ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for this episode of Sports Power Talk Overtime. I hope you have all enjoyed this preview and our predictions of AEW's all-out pay-per-view in Chicago. Once again, as your host, my name is Logan Buchanan, and I was joined today by Jake Murren. Please enjoy AEW's all-out pay-per-view.